this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm a little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 24, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! How is everyone out there? Survived Thanksgiving and whatever it was that you did last week, or yesterday, or this morning. Good, good, good to hear. Um, Before I get started, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, Penguin Random House Audio is back. Listening to an audiobook can bring family and friends together this holiday season. Listen to Turtles All the Way Down by John Green on your next family road trip and discuss the important themes of the story. Or listen to Seven Days of Us by Francesca Hornack with your friends at a book club to prepare for the holiday season. Connect, listen, and discuss with audiobooks from Penguin Random House Audio. Keep up with the bestseller list with your book club by listening to Origin by Dan Brown or Uncommon Type by Tom Hanks or Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste Ng, or listen to Turtles All the Way Down by John Green, or The Book of Dust by Philip Pullman as you travel with your family for the holidays. Visit tryaudiobooks.com slash bookriot for a free full download to get you started, and you can check them out online at all social medias at PRH Audio, and we thank them for sponsoring. So it's going to be a quick one today. I'm afraid I'm a little under the weather, Um, but I was thinking about the show this week, Uh, all the books, and I realized, like, every book I talked about, I think, had some kind of supernatural monster weirdness going on with it. So I decided that this is going to be the no-frills books. This is all straightforward, no monsters, no dragons, no sentient uh, toothpicks, like, nothing. Like, it's all just going to be straightforward, straightforward great stuff. So, kicking it off is one of my favorites. It's Easter Island by Jennifer Vanderbees. This actually takes place in two narratives. It's One is in 1913. There is a young woman named Elsa, and she and her younger sister Alice have been orphaned. And so, um, Alice uh, is 19, but she has special needs and she needs to be taken care of. And Elsa doesn't have any money, and their family didn't leave them any money. So, she decides to marry an anthropologist, even though he's not that great. And she doesn't love him. She knows it'll be the best thing that she can do for Alice. He promptly whisks them away to Easter Island. He's going to look at the flora and the fauna. And she's just going along because now she pretty much belongs to him. Um, and so they live on the island. Basically, she you know learns a lot about herself and what she wants to do with her life. And what would really make her happy. But unfortunately, um, what they don't know after several years of living on the island is that World War I has broken out and that a German naval squadron is headed to the islands. And in between this story is a story that takes place 60 years in the future. There's a woman named Greer. She's an American botanist, and she goes to visit the island to try and recover from a tragedy in her life. There's tons of science in this book, which I absolutely loved. Not like over-my-head kind of science, just like really interesting things about botany and evolution and Easter Island itself. Um, And there's a lot of similarities between the two women. They both married scientists that they barely knew. They're both trying to discover what they're going to do with their lives. 
It's just so, so fantastic. This was Jennifer Vanderbee's first novel, and it was just amazing. Um, speaking of other great first novels, brings me to The Twelve Tribes of Hattie. It's called a novel, but I always think of it as, like, short stories in my head, because it's actually, like, a bunch of interconnected stories all around this one family, starting out with Hattie Shepard in 1923. She flees Georgia for Pennsylvania to try and make a life for herself. Unfortunately, marries the wrong man, ends up in a disappointing marriage. Um, she loses her twins, her first babies that she has, goes on to have nine more children. My goodness, nine more. And these are the stories of their lives and their offspring and what it's like for this family throughout the 20th century trying to live the American dream in the face of adversity and prejudice. Um, this is her only book, I believe. Uh, I could be mistaken, but I just it came out five years ago. I would love to read something else from her. She's so fantastic. Um, my next pick is Unless by Carol Shields. This was actually her last book. Um, you might recognize her name. She wrote The Stone Diaries, fantastic Pulitzer-winning novel. Um, this was her last book. It's about a 44-year-old woman named Rita who thinks that she's living the perfect life. She's a translator. She has three daughters. And then one day, one of her daughters drops out of college and starts living on the street wearing a sign around her neck that says goodness. And she won't talk to her mother. Nobody knows what she's doing, why she's made this decision. Um, and it's sort of like Rita trying to connect with her daughter and also looking back on their life and trying to figure out like where she went wrong or what could have happened to cause this. Super sad, super good. Um, my next one, nothing like any of the others. This one's The Hot Rock by Donald Westlake. Sort of an Elmore Leonardy heist novel. It's the first of 14 in the John Archibald Dortmunder series, um, and which John Archibald Dortmunder is a thief. And in the first book, he basically gets out of jail, and the guy who picks him up is like, hey, want to steal something? You know, because it's like, why not? What else is he doing? He doesn't have anything else going on. He's been sitting in prison for a few years. So his friend tells him, like, this very elaborate scheme to steal this $500,000 emerald. But, of course, complications arise. Things don't usually work out for him, which is how he ended up in jail in the first place. Um, it came out in 1970, and I kind of enjoy the, this for, like, the same reason I enjoy old Elmore Leonard novels. It's like, I like the technology-free aspect, where if they want to tell their boss something, you know, if, like, they're spying on somebody, they have to, like, go to the corner, like, uh, corner phone or go to the market and use the phone there, a pay phone. They can't just, like, set up cameras and spy on people and do all the stuff. But on the other end of that, just want to quickly point out a fantastic heist novel that I loved. It came out a few years ago. Um, it has more technology, but so, so good. It's called Ghost Men by Roger Hobbs. It was the first of two books that he wrote, but unfortunately, he passed away very, very young. I think he was only 28. Um, he passed away last year, but Ghost Men is so fantastic. As is Donald Westlake. He's written like a gazillion books. Very famous mystery thriller writer. Um, and my next pick is City of Thieves by David Benioff. You might recognize his name. I don't actually know what... I know he's involved with Game of Thrones. I don't actually know what he does. Producer? Writer? Something like that. Anyway, he first wrote novels. He wrote The 25th Hour, which was made into a movie. Love that book. And then he wrote City of Thieves. For some reason, I don't know why, it took me like years to read this. Um, not, not, or I should say, it took me years to, before I read this. It didn't take me years to read this. Um, but everyone was like, oh, it's so good, you gotta read it. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna. And when I finally got to it, I was like, wow, that was worth the wait. And also, why did I wait so long to read that? So fantastic. Basically, it takes place during the Nazi siege of Leningrad, a very brutal, brutal time in history. Um, there is a man named Lev. He's been arrested for looting, and he's tossed in a cell 
with Kolya, who is a deserter. And the prison, the prison guard is like, listen, you know, food is scarce. Nobody has any food. So, like, why should we even, like, keep you guys alive? Um, we should execute you. But we're going to give you a chance to redeem yourselves. We're going to let you out. And you need to find a dozen eggs to, to help make a wedding cake for the Soviet colonel's daughter's wedding. And so they're like, hey, sure, because, like, why not? Like, hmm, let's see, be executed, go on an egg hunt. Not a really hard question. Um, but, you know, but the, the problem is that the country is starving. You know, people are eating their shoes. People are eating books. Like, there's there's nothing for people to eat. And also, the Nazis are there, so they have to dodge the fighting. It's very intense, but so, so spectacular. Um, I kind of wish he would write another book, but I know he's, like, busy with the dragon thing he's got going on now. Um, and my last pick is The Girl Who Fell From the Sky by Heidi Duro. Um, it's about a young woman named Rachel. She has a Danish mother and a black American GI father. And the tragedy takes place when she is a young girl. I I thought for some reason in the description they say what it is. But I didn't see it when I was trying to refresh my memory. So I'm not going to tell you what it is. But she ends up having to live with her um, American grandmother, um, and they live in a mostly black neighborhood. And so now she has light skin and blue eyes. And it becomes a lot... She gets teased a lot. And she has, like, mixed reactions to, like, to, like how she feels about this. And it's kind of like how she finds her identity and comes to terms with what happens in her family and who she is herself. So it's, it's wonderful. Um, and that is it for my backlist picks. Today's dealer's choice... I just want to point out that holidays are coming. If you're looking for something cute, um, if you know of any X-Files fans, basically people who watched the X-Files when it came out are now old enough to have children uh, who have children or, you know, have children now. Um, if you haven't seen it already, the X-Files picture book that came out several months ago called Earth Children Are Weird from Quirk is so, so cute. I mean, just so cute. Not much in the way of plot, because it's a kid's picture book, but the illustrations are adorable, like little tiny Mulder and little tiny Scully. So cute. Uh, it's based, it says it's based on the characters by Chris Carter. I'm assuming that the illustrator came up with the story. Uh, it's illustrated by Kim Smith, and it's just absolutely adorable. So it's that time of year where, like, all, when all the good stuff starts to disappear off the shelves. So, you know, go look for it now. And that's it for me today. Whew, I made it. <laughs> I want to thank today's sponsor, Penguin Random House Audio. You can find them online at PRH Audio, and you can visit tryaudiobooks.com slash bookriot for a free full download to get you started. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with my better half, Rebecca Shinsky, and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>